But like I said, I was kind of figuring like, cause my computer makes like a growling noise when it starts up. Sure. I don't know. It's an old computer. What do you want? You know, it, it, it she done me good for all these shows, Joe. My work computer does that. Uh, when I, uh, you know, I'm still kind of used to doing a lot of my researching and notes and so on and so forth on the work computer, which I don't really have to do anymore. But a lot of times, like when I'll pull up, um, certain sites that we use to, uh, aggregate our news, Mm -hmm. if I linger on those sites too long and allow the ads and so forth to start loading, Mm -hmm. the fan on the work computer starts a whirring and a buzzing. (laughs) Okay. Like it's working extra hard to stop something from happening, you know? (laughs) Shields up, maximum power. Yes. Like I, I have control over what I could put on my computer, but I don't have control over what I could put on the work computer, you know, mm-hmm. just the other day. And I, I cursed myself, um, years and years ago when Asa was a baby and he would watch before he had a tablet or before he had any devices or whatever it was, you know, he'd watch his YouTube videos on this computer. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if you know this, Todd, but like kids under four watch really lame shit no and it would get to a point where like he'd be like oh again again and we're like okay again again so i would have to go in and like using a video blocker uh like a video blocker extension on chrome to block like the channel Mm mm-hmm and to block like a lot of the keywords that were in a lot of the videos on those things. So then he'd wake up the next day and he'd try to pull up the video and it wouldn't come up. And I'm like, Oh, I guess the video has gone, buddy. We'll just have to look for something else. You know? Oh my God. <laughs> Sandbagging your kid. Oh yeah. So that video blocker that I had, um, maybe like a week ago, it just all of a just all of a sudden decided to completely screw with, uh, my YouTube. Right. Like if I typed in, like if I went to just youtube.com and typed in the video I wanted, I can get that video that I wanted. But I'm one of those people that are logged into YouTube and I have my subscriptions and stuff and I like to have my things there, you know? Right. And there's certain channels that I've rung the bell for so I get my notifications. So I would get the notifications on the YouTube app that I'm logged into on my phone but I wasn't getting them on the PC and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then like, I'd pull up a video and I would scroll down and the comments would not be disabled. It'd just be empty space. And I go, let's look at this. There's no Chrome updates that I need to use. Let me pull up. Uh, What's the matter? Y'all don't like edge. Let me look at Firefox. Let me look at the other browsers that I use. I have all the same things installed on those, same things coming up. I go, okay, well, let me look at ad blocker. Mm, That's not doing it. Let me look at the video blocker thing. Aha. So I had to remove the video blocker extension from uh, all my browsers and stuff. And we were just telling my son that story over the weekend, like that, like Saturday, Sunday. And then that Monday is when the video blocker decided, like, I'm just going to completely fuck with your YouTube. Because you're right. you're telling your kid on how you used me for evil. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, I think you should uh, update from Windows 
singular to whatever <laughs> the newest version of it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I know. Uh, how did you do with the death storm that we had this past weekend? Um, actually kind of good. Um, I, I, I ended up cause it was that it's, it was a powdery snow until the rain came and then it was mush. Then it was cement after that. So yeah. I did pretty good. I didn't have to shovel much cause I have that machine. Um, but I did have to shovel some and I had a guy helping me. And then the next, I mean, we record this on Tuesday. We got the death storm Monday morning, in, in, Sunday night into Monday morning. Monday, I was dead to the world. I, I, I came home. I laid down at six o'clock. I was sore, like did not feel good. Um, I was watching a little, uh, the, the first Monday night football wildcard game and I just fell asleep in the first quarter. I was out like a light and I woke up this morning feeling real shitty, but, uh, you know, I, I, I feel better now when I, when I sit down and don't do anything, I kind of like get these aches and pains, um, that come until I move again. And I'm like, okay, so I'm starting to shake it off a little bit, but otherwise, um, I was pretty good. The only, like, I almost had a stroke that was that machine that we bought. Uh, I was doing it. I was uh, doing the Cinnabon parking lot and, uh, all of a sudden the blade, the, 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 the plow blade won't move up, down, left, right. I'm like this thing, this thing, I, I have barely used it three snowstorms and I, I fucked it up somehow. Like, I don't oh, know no. what's wrong. Luckily one of the, the, the garage next to the Cinnabon that I, that my father rents to people is a hydraulic shop. And they're like, just bring it down. We'll see what's wrong. And he's like, I see what your problem is right here because the plow comes off the machine. There's a quick hookup for the electrical. And because that snow was like a, like such wet that the snow was rolling into big, literally two foot high boulders of snow and it hit one of the wires and ah. it kind of pulled the quick connect apart a little bit enough to not have it work because the electrical stuff wasn't touching inside, but not enough to pull the wires all the way apart. If you get my meaning. So looking at it, it's like, Oh, it's hooked up. Everything's hooked up. Let me go down. And they're like, all right, we're going to, you know, we'll start running like the, uh, like we'll, they have like testers and stuff. And the one guy's like, he's like, let me just give this the what for. And he, and he pushed the, the prong like, like in further. And like, it just started moving. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going outside. He goes, all right, you want me? Cause we're inside. They have the, the garage door. And I'm like, do you want me to open the garage door? I'm like, no, no, I'm going to go sit in the corner for a while and, and hyperventilate and calm down and everything. Because I was like, really? Like I fucking broke this already, you know, <laughs> like, but it all worked out. So I was happy. How did you do? Uh, we did okay. You know, we were prepared um, from last Winter season, we were told to let the snowblower that we have, and again, it's not a snowblower technically, it's a th snow thrower, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and it was like super cold over the weekend, and I'm like, well, maybe because it's so goddamn cold, like it'll, like maybe that'll stave off the snow or won't be as bad as everyone thinks that it's going to be. But uh, so we let the snow thrower from previous season, like run like completely bone dry from gas right right which is what we were told to do because the years prior we had left gas in there and then we didn't use it like then we didn't have to use it for like a year or two 
and it just sits and it gets stagnant and it like fucks up all the wires and everything else. So we let it run bone dry, got it out, primed it up, put gas in it, gave it a test run on Sunday just to make sure that we can get it running, get it moving, not have it stall out or anything. Cause it's like an electric start, but it's gas powered. That makes sense. Yeah. I have a exam- same thing. It's right. gas powered electric start. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like leaking gas at one point. And I think that was just because we may have overfilled the little tank that's on it. Cause once it got to the next day and we ran it, it wasn't leaking gas. I just think we overfilled the gas capacity. Right. That can happen. Do you have a, a primer on it too? Yes. Like a little, if you over prime it, yeah, it will squirt gas. Right. So that's more than likely what happened. Uh, April was like, Oh my God, what are we going to do? I'm like, <laughs> I think we're going to be fine. Right. So the, the, the wrinkle to all of this was, uh, I, I'm going to guess that you were not subject to this, but we had a power outage Monday morning. I saw your tweet. I, there was no power problems here. Yeah, so um, so the snow started Sunday night, and they came, and they, like, literally, it was, the snow started to let up, and they were up and down all of our roads, plowing everything, right? Right. Um, so then, let's say I wake up at about 4.30, and I only know this because I get up and I aimlessly roam around the house. You know, my clock, I'm still an old school clock plugged into the wall person for my alarm every day, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's out and I'm like oh did we trip a breaker or something and April's up and she goes no all the power in the house is out she goes I looked outside and like I see our block like all the street lights are out but the main street that's next up to us and then the next street up and the side street they're all fine so it was like literally like our block lost right. power so we're like, okay, we'll be fine. There's really nothing we could do right now until the power comes back on. I go, I may not even be able to go to work. You may not even be able to go to work. We don't know how far reaching this is. I'm going back to bed. Mm-hmm. So uh, I wake up at about quarter after seven after that. And I'm like, power's back on. And uh, April's like, oh, I looked on the PPNL thing. And it said that the power should be on by eight o'clock. I go, hang on, let me look. I pull it up. I go, this is 8 p.m., not 8 a.m. She goes, oh, I thought it said 8 a.m. I go, no, it's 8 p.m. So literally from the time that it takes me to walk from the living room to the bedroom, because I'm like, I'm going back to bed. I'm going to go lay back down for a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing we could do. Uh, it changes from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m., and then our lights and power and everything's back on at 725. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, power's on. Let's go and get this shit done, because I still got work. You still got work. Kid doesn't have school because it was a holiday. So we go out, we get the thing started. Um, and what, what we just had, like, we didn't get a ton of snow. We didn't get as much as I thought we were going to, like, it was heavy, but whatever. What we just had to use the snow thrower for was to break up what we got, like, plowed in at the bottom of our driveway. Right. And then I'm like, well, I got to go get ready for work, you know, because, like, the clock is still ticking for me. Like, you know, as long as I have power, there are no snow days. At super secret science job, a bunch of my wife's patients canceled, so she wasn't going in until like eleven. She goes, "Well, the, we have the snow thrower running. I'm gonna go and hit the bottom of like this person, this person, and this person's driveways to help them out." I go, "You do whatever you gotta do. I got a half hour before work starts, you know." Mm-hmm. So that was that. Snow's already starting to melt. It's just all like wet slush. And by the time a lot of you are listening to this, it's supposed to be like 45 degrees in northeastern Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. 
So who the hell knows what's going on? Right. It's crazy. Mother Nature's trying to kill us all. So walk me through your sadness of this past weekend prior to the snow, Todd. What what could you possibly mean, Joe? Well, uh, I did see that you tweeted, even though I do mute the words foot and ball and football. (laughs) uh, Somehow there are people who are clever enough to get around my elusive ruse. Mm -hmm. Um, But I understand that the Raiders lost this weekend to a team that hasn't won a playoff game in 31 years. Yes, that is exactly what happened. I get such a kick out of people that say that sort of stuff. It's like, oh, man, the so-and-sos hasn't won a thing since whatever. And I'm like, last time I checked, the people that played in that game 31 years ago are not the same people playing today. So it's almost as though it's like not even the same team. Right. But when you have a history of like, I I, I think I might have talked about this with you on, on one of the other shows or off mic. I don't know. But Cincinnati is one of those teams that in the in the the revenue sharing, they figured out that they don't have to put together a winning team to make money. They just have to feel the team. That old joke, like they're not playing football. They're just out there running around killing grass kind of a thing. Oh, my goodness. They don't care. So for years it was like, oh, like we'll, we'll, they'll try, but it's like, even if we lose like the teams, like the Cowboys and the the Raiders and the Steelers and the, the ones that draw the money, um, that like they'll, that'll trickle down to like all the other teams with the, with the, 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 the TV rights and everything like that. So they're like, yeah, like I'm not going to put more money into this because I make a profit as it is. If I do as little as I can, um, then I make more, um, not being like thinking maybe if I won, like I'd make even more money, whatever. So they were, that's kind of the way the team was. Um, but they, they're really good now and that's what happened. So people like, there's a history of losing and there was a reason for it. You know what I mean? So that's why people were like, Oh, in 31 years. Yeah. It's not uh, Chris Collinsworth and Boomer Esiason out there, you know, but yeah. So, I mean, I'm not one of those, like, there's certain people that may, you may even do uh, podcasts with that, like, get really upset, like, when their team loses and in the playoffs. I only ever am truly, truly upset when the Raiders lose only to when they lose to one of their rivals. That's the only time (laughs) that I get upset. Well, my other podcast partner seemed to be less upset about football this past weekend and more about some clock in England or something he was complaining about clock in england i'll let that i'll let you i'll let you sit on that one it's not it's not every now and then that i say a joke but i'll ring a bell mm-hmm. when i have to like a big clock england. oh big ben gotcha <laughs> yes it was big ben's last game yes so but uh yeah so i mean well i'm like sure said, i'm sure his other pursuits will keep him busy Oh, yes, yes. Whatever yes. his other pursuits may be. <laughs> I wish him luck in all his future endeavors. Um, no, I didn't say I wished him luck. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, so, but in the game, uh, this is one of those games that the Raiders fans, who rightfully, you know, have a reason to bitch because we've been screwed over so many times because the NFL hates the Raiders. Um, I'm not one of those people, but um, this was one of those like that. They like literally made a mistake during the game. And then they're like, and like, they were like the, even the, even the ref, like, cause they have a ref 
on the like an ex ref on the, the the commentating team that'll come in and be like, all right, this is what happened. This is what I think. This is what the rules are. Blah blah blah. And they end up screwing it up. And he's like, oh, that's bad. He's like that. Like they should have said no. That play does not count. We like you have to do the down over. And then immediately, like the like shortly after that, the commentators like the game's still going on. It's like. The NFL league, the league itself, uh, says that they have a statement about what happened, but they're not going to release it until after the game. I'm like, then their statement is they fucked up because if everything was fine, they just would have said everything's fine, and we they stand came back. by our decision. Yes, like they, we stand by the decision. That's what. So when they say it, it's like, eh. and they come back and they say, yeah, the, the they should have done the the play over. And it was in like whatever quarter. It wasn't in the last 30 seconds of the game. But that kind of stuff does change things. And the Raiders shot themselves in the foot early on. But like coming down to like within a goal in the, the Raiders were trying to drive and get in and, and win the game or tie up the game. Um, who knows how if they didn't get that play. Uh, then they have to kick the field goal instead of getting the touchdown. Like, you know what I mean? It's a big game of what if else worlds kind of bullshit. You know what I mean? In, in football. So, but they called it, I'm wondering what name they're going to come up with. Cause it was an erroneous whistle. They said, that's what happened. I was like, please don't call this the fucking erroneous whistle game. But uh, yeah, so I'll be okay. You know, what, what are you going to do? Right. When uh, they move back to Oakland next year, or they staying in Las Vegas forever now? They're staying. They're staying in Las Vegas forever now. They're okay. never going back to that. Sh- I was going to say a word. Or that wonderful town of Oakland, Joe. <laughs> they didn't build the Death Star in in Las Vegas to leave after a few years. You know. There's speculation that World Wrestling Entertainment might be taking residency up in Las Vegas in the next couple years. Oh, good for them. That seemed well. They, you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So that's right. And I think the, war, the warm, dry climate might keep COVID down. So, yeah, WWE will figure out a way around that too. Right, right. So, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about, or could we talk about uh, the fallout from my candy rankings from last week, or we could, uh, the, the 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 dishwasher loading etiquette? You could do both. I've I've got nothing to do. I'm just waiting to see how long my computer runs. Go ahead. Right. I don't want to test it. And that reminds me that I have some uh, Reese's peanut butter uh, Easter eggs in the freezer. I got to go grab in between these shows. Uh, see, I I I may not be able to have candy for a little while. So, but anyway. Go oh, ahead. okay. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll eat your share. And then and some more. Right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, you know, a lot of these people are, are accusing me of having like doing like a bit or something like I'm a silly little oh. boy or something. Oh. <laughs> and we all know how you feel about bits. No, anything that I like, like as an example, like Todd might be thinking I'm doing a bit when I uh, tweeted the other day about that guy that tweeted out the, the Dick Tracy fan account mm-hmm. that tweeted out the Dick Tracy shirt. And I'm like, oh, shit, I had that shirt as a kid. I legitimately if. If I had that shirt today and I had like three of them that I could stitch together and fit into, I'd mm-hmm. absolutely wear that shirt today in an absolutely unironic way because I'm like, oh man, this is so cool. And I just want to say when I tweeted out that I think all Dick Tracy fans should be forcibly made to wear those shirts so we know where they are at all times, 
Not a bit either, Joe. I listen. I'm well aware. I had some jokes I was going to make about that as well, but I kept them to myself. Mm-hmm. You're going to maybe round them all up in one place. Mm. Flat top them. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, but no, not a bit. I enjoy candy corn, and like my wife enjoys it too. My kid doesn't. And like technically, the flavor of candy corn is like honey with lots of extra sugar in it. So if you don't like honey and you don't like sugar, I completely understand why you don't like candy corn. Right. I I, I never even noticed that candy corn had a taste. It was just yeah. sweet. Yeah. I was like, I can get sweet out of anything. I, I right. Need, I need. I need. I need texture, Joe. I need tears or, or uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh my goodness! All right, well, let's get Don't into sh- loading a dishwasher. Right. Okay. Okay. So, uh, first of all, uh, you know, so there's there's stuff that's very specific to my dishwasher, and I'll get that out of the way. And this may be this may fit your dishwasher as well. Okay. And I say okay. you as in Todd, and I say you as in the listening audience as well. I want to state right up front yes. that personally living in the house with my parents. And then when I, I, cause I live in the same house that I've had, I've never had a dishwasher other than really never had a dishwasher other than my mom um, or me. And I, so I don't know anything about loading. I don't know how to dishwasher works. I don't know if you put detergent or pods or what I have a sink with a little tub, like, you know, when you go to the hospital and they give you the little, uh, the little pitcher for your water and the little like plastic yeah. thing. That's what I have like a big one of those in my sink. Cause my, uh, stopper doesn't work. I fill that with hot water and wash my dishes. We only have a, like, we have like the two sided sink too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and we only have a stopper that we're like a stopper for one. The other one, like I keep trying to like, gorilla glue back together but it won't stay together and i don't want right. to like go and buy the wrong one i don't know if they're like omni fit like you just buy and it'll fit and everything you know they they usually are okay don't you know a plumber i do know at least three okay uh, but i don't want to bother them mm-hmm. so i'm with you in that i'm pretty good i'm i'm okay with hand washing pretty much anything but having a dishwasher makes my life a lot easier Okay. Uh, I'll say you don't put like anything sharp in the dishwasher, like scissors or big knives or shit like that. You know, Mm -hmm. um, you don't put anything in the dish. Like, uh, uh, like there's like little tray that you would put in the front where you put like your silverware, you know? Mm -hmm. So the way that the, the bottom part comes out and the tray for the silverware is if we put forks in one side, they get caught in the tray when you pull the tray out to put the dishes in. So it's like, okay, we'll just make sure you put forks on this side and everything else on the other side. Easy enough. Mm-hmm. And somehow that always gets mixed up and it drives me nuts, right? Right. Your big utensils, your spatulas, your ladles, your large spoons. Okay. Do not go into the, the, the silverware basket because for the a similar reason is you pull that bottom tray out your larger items that you've now put into the silverware tray are going to get moved up loose and possibly fall out during the wash cycle. You put them on the top rack or you hand wash them. I prefer hand washing them. Okay. Uh, also anything small, like we still have like baby forks from when Asa was a baby. 
mm-hmm. that when we run out of forks, we'll use those. <laughs> and my wife has like this collection of like these like little paring knives, you know, when she doesn't want to get out like the big butcher knife or a thing of just like, well, I need to cut the crust off Ace's sandwich. She has like these little paring knives, you know, she puts Ace's. those in the dishwasher, the, the, the basket, and they always get stuck. And I have to like open the thing up and dig them out. Right. Mm-hmm. Hate it. Right. So Ace is not a crust boy. No, he, so he, some days he isn't, some days he isn't. You gotta, you you gotta check every day. Oh my God. That's when you go, here you go, kid, cut your own crust. Well, you let him handle a knife. It's time you learned. Get him to play school's my first crust cutting knife. Yeah. Um, so like I said, no scissors, no anything like large knives and anything that like takes up the amount of space of, let's say a drinking glass um but can be hand washed because like a lot of times like i've i've broke and my mom has broke like i vividly remember like while my mom was pregnant like i was three and my mom was pregnant with my brother and she was washing a like a drinking glass by hand and it broke and it sliced her whole hand open right and like i've got big giant like ape hands so, like, to really get in there to clean, like, a drinking glass, like, I live in fear of me breaking the glass from that memory from when I was three years old. Drinking glasses go in the top rack, but if it's, like, the same size, like, the width, but it's, like, you can fit your whole hand and get to the bottom, don't put that in the dishwasher because that's taking up valuable drinking glass real estate. You know how I get around the drinking glass thing, Joe? How? I just drink out of whatever's in the refrigerator. Right now, see, I'm, you know, I'm drinking my, um, my adult beverage out of a can right now. Um, so there's another thing. So I have, uh, two coffee cups. I have like my big to go cup. And since I don't go anywhere anymore, (laughs) I don't really need it. But then I have like another one that fits like two thirds of what's in the big giant Yeti tumbler, you know? Right. Um, and there's two things that go in that cup, water and coffee. So I don't clean that cop, right? So I never have to worry about really scrubbing it out because the only things that are in there is water and coffee. I'm not putting any like gunk or like garbage in it, you know? Mm-hmm. The only person in the house that drinks coffee, so I'm only cross-contaminating myself. There you go. Right. Um, and and dishes with me, um, I literally, I'm looking at it from my house. It's where I'm sitting recording this right now. I only, I don't... Other than anything that's like pasta with like a heavy sauce, I use paper plates for everything. Really? I literally, I literally have, um, because there was a paper shortage for a little bit, I like the 10-inch uh, paper plates sure. with a little bit of wax coating on them, not the shitty like just paper plates because that's just – all you do is hold uh, that with one hand and then the food falls off. Yeah. So – I get the wax coating ones and I buy them by like the 300 count or whatever, the 350. I literally have five of them in my house. So I have over like, uh, like, I don't even know, like 1500 plates. Cause I don't know what the count actually is in them. And I'm like, all right, when, and when I go through a stack of them, I don't go through the next stack. I go and buy another one. Cause they fit perfectly like around my microwave. And I'm like, all right. Time. And just, you know, fold them that way. I don't have to wash dishes. Now, do you get the name brand ones or do you go for like the grocery store brand ones? 
mostly the grow like the giant market that I have. I I look at theirs versus the Dixie. The Dixie are a little stronger. Yeah, yeah. But they're but they're much like much more expensive. Right. But I like the quality of the uh, the giant brand, so I just buy those. But there was a bit in there with the paper shortage where they only had the Dixie. So I have a few. I have one strewn in. The giant ones, if you get what I mean. When I go through that, then it'll be gone. If I have to go back to the Dixie for, uh, you know, a one, it's fine. Whatever. I'll be okay. Right. When it comes to, like, paper products, for the most part, unless you're getting, like, the super flimsy um, paper plates, and I'm guessing that you're not, you're getting, the like, the little bulkier ones. Right. The one that actually have, like, a wax coating on them. Yeah, yeah. But there's I've I've gotten the flimsy ones where there's like the wax coating on them and they oh, stick okay. together. And you're like you try to get one and you get six, and it's better that you got six because one ain't gonna hold nothing. No, these are the ones that like these would come apart real easy, and you know when you have two because right. you could stop a bullet with them. You know what right. I mean? So, but yeah, I use I, I use that, and then like my brother will get uh, solo cups from uh, uh, what's the, not Walmart, Sam's club. And he'll buy them by like the, whatever And He'll be like, let's just here, here's a hundred. Just, just go to town. And I'll be like, all right, I'm drinking out of these, but I do a lot of, uh, I buy six packs of diet Pepsi, which are the, like the, the 16 ounce bottles. They're the real, they're the smaller ones. But so I just put those in the refrigerator and I drink straight out of those. So, um, and the only thing when paper products, I have to have bounty. I won't buy shitty paper towels because I look at it as, yeah, you're buying cheaper paper towels. I'm just using twice as much to clean up yeah. the, this, this, the mess that this, this fat man has made. I'll say this though. There are, um, some of your lesser known brands that aren't the grocery store brands mm-hmm. like Viva, I think is one. Okay. Viva is a cheaper uh, alternative but like a very nice thick towel okay fair enough and i'm and i say select a size can go pound sand i'm not a poor i can afford whole sheets so i'm a i'm a select a size guy you know just like the commercial where it depends on what plate i'm putting in the microwave sometimes i need two of the select a size sometimes i need three and if it's a heap and helping of food on that plate sometimes i need four see i have a cover for that um for my microwave but have you seen like all right so i'm like okay i can understand the select a size where it's half a it's here's your sheet um you know it's the regular size of a bounty towel it rips in half that's your select size so you can have a half a whole or one and a half or two you know you just go up half size but you ever see the one where you could rip off the squares no i don't i don't go for that that's and i'm like what the fuck are you cleaning up that you need a three-inch square piece of paper, like go pound, like come on, stop it. I'm not, I'm not that gullible. Yeah, I'm with you. So, I'm very particular about certain products. Some products I don't care. Some name brand or nothing. Right, I get you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, last but not least, before we wrap this up, uh, <laughs> I would be remiss not to mention we don't talk about it enough on uh, After Dark, and usually uh, we'll get a purchase or something that uh, reminds me to, because uh, we do have people that only listen to After Dark, Todd. You'd be surprised. I heard that. Um, so, definitely, uh, you could help us out by signing up for the Patreon, a dollar a month, $5 a month. 
You get the two bonus shows, $5 a month. You get After Dark like two days before everyone else. So if you are an After Dark only listener and you want it early, you know, plunk down your hard-earned money and you get some bonus stuff that are kind of more in line with this uh, show, even though one is very comic book heavy. Right. One is kind of like a movie review sort of thing mm-hmm. on the bonus shows. But you can also help us out by making any and all of your purchases through the Amazon click-through. Top of the page over at longboxheroes.com. Uh, doesn't charge you anything extra. Uh, they, Amazon, call a little bit of a kickback, an advertising fee uh, for us referring you to them. I call it the thing that makes Todd happy at the end of the month when he gets his cut of the fucking money. Yeah. Uh, and we did have a after dark level purchase through uh, the Amazon click through this past week. Uh, and a lot of times I'll be like, oh, that's a. <laughs> that's a purchase that was inspired by the show or that was a purchase inspired by the show. I'm not sure what we've done in the last week that inspired someone to purchase adjustable nipple clamp, nipple clip clamps, silver breast clamps, screw clip on nipple clamps, jewelry, non piercing nipple rings with metal chain. But I do thank you for purchasing them through our, our click through. That seems like a lot of unnecessary words. I, well, words, uh, <laughs> I, uh, very a lot of times I have been cutting down the descriptions on some of the Amazon things, but they do that so it works in the search algorithm, no, right? I totally get it, but what I mean was like I was like, that's a lot of clamps, you know? Yeah, what I mean? well, like listen. if you're using the, the 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 algorithm, like if you just if I'm looking for nipple clamps, right? And you have all different types of cl- nipple clamps. Like I'm sure there's many nipple clamps out there. That you're like, okay, I'm searching for nipple clamps, but I want this specific one. Right. Then you put just that specific one and nipple clamps in it. But in your, like I'm saying, you're using, like, does it jump to the front of the line because you used clamps four times? I think so. Oh, okay. That's just ridiculous. You know, that's stupid. Not like the way if you review a podcast, it totally helps them. Right. I'm I'm not taking that bait. Um, what? I was going to say, but if I'm purchasing any of these things, not that I would detract uh, purchasing through Amazon, but I'm just going to JT's Stockroom because I know they have what I need, you know? I like going to the local smut hut myself. Do they? Does JT's Stockroom sell a dildo that's the size and shape of a two liter bottle of cola and the model is holding it next to the bottle of cola so you can see how it dwarfs it in shame? It certainly does. What would I need that for? I don't know. Conversation piece? It's comically oversized, like those big sunglasses you can get at Spencer's Gifts, Joe. That's right. You know what? Sometimes I like to buy oversized stuff and put it around my house so I feel like I'm a, I'm, I'm a small bird, so like a tiny. I'm shrinking, you know? Oh, that's a good idea. Right? Hire the cleaning lady to come in and kind of swap <laughs> the stuff out. There's like things that are in three sizes. Right. There was a great episode of mash where uh bj was pranking he was gently ribbing winchester where he was giving him different uniforms so it was st- like he would he would uh he would be like oh they're 
they're they're too big. You give them like a fat guys on the on the on the base like a thing, and you'd be like, oh, like like they're it's falling off me. Then Winchester would start eating, and then he would give them. Uh, and it was a string bean Levine, I think was the name of the guy. He was like, so he had uh, his outfit, and it was really tight. And he's like, okay, so you made him do this, and you do this, and what? And what are you doing tomorrow? He goes, tomorrow I think Winchester starts getting taller, <laughs> right? So he's going to do like, but I'm like, yeah, I think that's a great uh, gag to do to people. All right. So thank you everyone for listening. Uh, this was episode something of a uh, long Years after to dark. The soon to be named network. The Lamborghini <laughs> of podcast networks.